Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. Today, I'm sharing my conversation with Stephanie Keith. And I think this is one of my all-time favorite conversations because it's just so fun. And it just left me with this really positive and light feeling. Stephanie is the founder of the Law of Attraction Tribe. She's a podcast host. She is an app creator and an author. Her story of just where she was in this kind of nine to five corporate world grind and how she was able to pull herself out of that and manifest this, the life that she has now just by trusting in the universe is amazing. She inspires me and so many other women out there to start living life on their own terms and wake up every day with that joy and excitement that we all deserve. So here's a little bit more about Stephanie. Stephanie is the founder and CEO of Law of Attraction Tribe, LLC. She's the host of the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast, creator of the Manifest It Now app, and author of the book, Trust the Universe. After more than a decade in the corporate world, Stephanie broke free from that nine to five grind to create a life filled with freedom and abundance. She now empowers others to do the same. Her passion is teaching women how to manifest a life that they don't need a vacation from. Stephanie lives in Tampa, Florida, in a home that she manifested herself with her husband and her three kids. And in our conversation today, we talk about what manifesting actually is and why you need to go into it with, a, with an open mind. We talk about the power of subliminal messages and how they actually work, um, how to intentionally create the life that you want, visualization, and so much more. You guys can check out Stephanie's podcast, The Law of Attraction Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, her app is called Manifest It Now, and that's where you can find all the subliminals that we talk about in the conversation. Her website is thelawofattractiontribe.com, and she's out there on all social media platforms at The Law of Attraction Tribe. All right, you guys, without further ado, here is my conversation with the incredible Stephanie Keith. Enjoy. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So I'd love to start by having you tell everyone about yourself and the work that you're doing. Yeah. So I have a business called Law of Attraction Tribe, which includes the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast, um, a app that I just launched this year called Manifest It Now. And I just came out with a book. It just launched uh, last week called Trust the Universe. And it's all around manifestation, um, which is something I got into way back in 2009 uh, when I first had my daughter and was kind of in that phase of my life that I think everyone goes through at one point or another where I just felt stuck. You know, I was fresh out of college, just starting out in the corporate world, trying to 
you know, navigate that making entry level pay. Um, and then I got pregnant with my daughter and my husband lost his job and we lived in a very, uh, rural area with not a lot of opportunities for, um, him career-wise. And we were in this like really old house that was just falling apart, had never been updated. It was like a hundred years old and had this baby. And I'm thinking, you know, I want to give her the best life possible. And I feel like I'm totally failing at it. And I just felt so stuck and didn't know what to do. And my mom sent me up a copy of the book, The Secret, um, which, you know, I think is how the world kind of got exposed to the law of attraction. And I knew when I read that, that it was going to change my life. Like I just went at it with a very open mindset and believing that anything is possible. And within three months, I ended up uh, getting my dream home in the best school district in the state for, which is where I wanted to move for my daughter. I shortly thereafter got a raise at work that doubled my salary and I was able to pay for my husband to go back to college so he could pursue his career goals. So in just three short months, like my entire world changed in such a positive way. And what I noticed was that as the law of attraction was becoming more mainstream and more people were hearing about it, a lot of people were not able to manifest things and were really struggling and weren't making big changes like that happen in their life. And so they would say it's fake. It doesn't work. And I spent a long time, like really trying to figure out why, like, what was I doing differently where I was manifesting things quickly and effortlessly and other people were trying and, and seemingly like following the same steps, reading the same books and not getting there. And it was just kind of like, sort of like a hobby, like an internal question, you know, that I wanted to answer. And, um, I, meanwhile, I stayed in the corporate world and, uh, was able to really do well there. And on my 30th birthday, I just kind of looked back at my twenties and realized, okay, outside of being a mom and being a businesswoman, I had no identity <laughs> like many moms, I think face that no hobbies and just felt really like this isn't what I want to do with my life. And I started thinking about like, how can I take this passion of mine and just run with it? And so I started the law of attraction tribe page on Instagram and it, it gained a lot of traction. And I started doing some online courses and eBooks and things like that. And it's just kind of slowly evolved to where it is now. And that's kind of my mission is just to help people um, understand it in a way that's simple and easy so they can manifest a great life. So did you figure out what the difference was? And I guess we can get into this when we talk about, this is a good segue into law of attraction, but what was the difference between what you were doing and what other people were doing where they were still feeling stuck? Yeah, well, there, there's a few things. Um, number one is going into it with a skeptical mindset was what I was seeing with a lot of people. Like a lot of people were like, oh yeah, like this sounds you know, like it's too good to be true. And just going in it, like not even really willing to see that 
you know, miracles can unfold in your life. And I like to tell people to look at it when you're getting started as a scientist would. I love science. I'm very into science. I I love using science um, to kind of explain manifestation. But, you know, a scientist, when they're doing an experiment, they don't go into the experiment saying, oh, this doesn't work or this is fake. They go in it um, with, you know, no bias and they do their experiment and then they look at the results. And this is the same way that we should approach the law of attraction. Go at it and just keep a completely open mind that absolutely anything is possible and just see where it takes you. Um, Because if you're going in it with doubt, like it's just not going to work for you. You just can't have that sort of mindset. Um, The other thing is, you know, a lot of people think that they know exactly what they want what they want to manifest in life. But what I found when I'm working with people is that when you ask for the details and you ask them to kind of paint that picture, it gets a little fuzzy because our mind is going in a million different directions. And sometimes we can have a hard time really pinpointing exactly what it is we want. So, um, you know, like, let's say you want to manifest a your dream house, which is like that big goal that I wanted to manifest in the beginning if you just say, well, I want to manifest a a dream house. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Well, I want, you know, I want like a bigger house. Well, what does that mean? You know, like paint the picture. What exactly do you want? Do you want a one story or two? Do you want five bedrooms or 10? Do you want to live in Illinois or Florida? Like really start to, to get clear on that. And since our mind is always moving and it's really hard to hold like a static image in our mind. Um, that's where things like vision boards and journaling can help you kind of solidify what it is you want. You can start. I always like to think of it like when I'm looking to add things to a vision board, I I love to go on Pinterest and I look at it as, okay, I'm going shopping from the catalog of the universe and I'm going to pick out what I want. So I, yeah. And I think like pretty much everyone nowadays shops on, on Amazon. So I really like to use Amazon as like a kind of a way to simplify the process. Because the other thing I've found is that, you know, as human beings, we tend to complicate things. And as manifestation has become more and more and more popular, you see so many TikToks and reels and blog articles on all the different things that you should be doing to manifest. And I think we turn it into this like crazy process with all of these different things we have to do that doesn't feel good. It feels like a chore. It feels like we're not doing it right. And that can kind of block you from manifesting. So I try to like really just make it as simple as possible. So you know, you got to get clear on you want on what you want. Just like when you go on Amazon to purchase something, you don't just like close your eyes and click on something, right? It's like you go in the search bar and you, you click on exactly what you want. You narrow it down and you find the item, you find the color you want, the size you want, how much you want, and you get really specific. So same thing when you're thinking about what you want in life, like the more clear and specific you can get, the better. Um, and then, you know, when you order on Amazon, you add it to your cart, you check out, and then you go back to your life and you don't, you don't obsess about it. Right. It's like, you don't think like, okay, I need to call Amazon. I need to make sure that they get the right package. And I need to make sure that the guy in the warehouse, like puts it on the truck and then has directions to get to my house. Like you don't do any of that. You just order it and you forget about it. 
And what I see happen with a lot of people is they will write down their goals. They'll think about what they want to manifest. And then they like obsess about it. And there's this like desperation energy attached to it that just doesn't feel good. And basically like to sum up manifesting, it's your thoughts plus your feelings that you hold over time. So if you're feeling these feelings of like anxiety or desperation, or like, I have to have this, or I'm not going to be happy or fulfilled, you're actually repelling it because those feelings are, you know, you're attracting more negative things, more anxious feelings, more desperate Mm -hmm. feelings. Um, And then finally is, you know, receiving and it sounds simple. Like I didn't really understand what the problem was that people were having with receiving um, what they want to manifest. But I think it boils down to two things, taking inspired action, which, you know, I think a lot of people read the secret and thought, okay, well, I could just think about what I want and then it's just going to happen. Like, no, you think about what you want and then your subconscious is going to opportunities in your environment that align with that. And you have to act on those opportunities, right? So it's taking inspired action. And then it's knowing that you're worthy of receiving whatever you want. And I think, I know, you know, we've talked about this before where like women, especially moms tend to, um, have this, like, it it might not even be a conscious feeling, but this subconscious feeling that they're not worthy of it, that they don't deserve it, that it's too much. It's too greedy. Um, it's too whatever. And so they're kind of resisting it before it even comes to them. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that kind of simplifies the process a little bit. Yeah, that's super helpful. It's funny. I've talked about receiving on my podcast before, and it is something that so many women struggle with and it all comes down to just like you said, worth. We, when I kind of talk about it, it was like, well, why don't we get this promotion or this pay up pay raise or whatever it is. And it's because we deep down doubt ourselves and we doubt that we're even worthy of having this. And I, I struggled with that myself, just in taking on a new job. That was a pretty big bump in pay for, for me. And I have gone through a lot of emotions with whether I'm good enough or smart enough or just general, like worthy enough of being able to have that. And that's something I think specifically women struggle with men, maybe not so much. I, I, that's a, that's a think a pure generalization, but do you find that as well? Yeah, that's, that's the number one thing I see with clients is that there's, everyone has this feeling of not being enough and it's totally programmed in us as, as children. And, you know, like our, our subconscious mind is really what runs our life. It's what runs the show. We like to think that we're consciously in control, but you know, the subconscious is in control like 98, 99% of the time. And when we're kids, a lot of stuff happens that makes us feel like we're not good enough. You know, we might get made fun of at school. A parent might put us down for getting a bad grade or a teacher might, you know, humiliate us for speaking up in class or, you know, these little things that don't seem that significant in our childhood. They're all planting those seeds of not being enough. And then in addition to that, corporate media literally puts subliminal messaging in 
their ads to suggest that you're not enough unless you have this product, you know, and that was something that really started in the fifties with the beauty industry telling women, you know, subliminally that they're not beautiful unless they have this particular makeup. And so we have so many messages coming from all these different angles, our whole entire life, reinforcing that belief. And then we end up doubting ourselves. Yeah. And no wonder, right. It makes so much sense. And I'm glad you said that. I think um, um, the diet industry is the same exact way. They Mm -hmm. tell us that it's not okay to look a certain way. You know, it's not okay if you don't portray this uh, ideal standard of, of what a woman's body should look like. And if you have, God forbid, you know, gained a few pounds or you have a couple gray hairs or whatever, you need this product in order to fix it because there's inherently something wrong with you, which I just think is so messed up. And I think it's so empowering to be knowledgeable and to have the understanding that, I mean, it's that we're, we're just like the suckers that they're trying to go for. Right. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, the beauty industry is billions of dollars. And when you think about that, they're using just everyday women like us as prey. It just, it it makes me so angry. (laughs) Yeah. Same with me. And, you know, when I found out about this subliminal messaging, I went down the rabbit hole and there's actually a lot of research that's been done like decades ago that we just weren't made aware of, of how effective subliminals are because they completely bypass your conscious mind and go right into your subconscious. And as I said earlier, your subconscious is running the show. So if you speak directly to the subconscious, you better believe that is going to shape the way you go about your life. And when I started learning about this, I thought, all right, if subliminals have been used in this sneaky, very manipulative way, what if we used them in a really positive way? to help empower women, to help women know that actually you are enough and you've always been enough and help them gain confidence and understand that they can create their reality. And so I started making uh, my own subliminals that help target these subconscious beliefs that we've been thinking for decades, because, you know, your subconscious mind up until age seven it just takes in everything around you, all the, you know, the news, your parents, your teachers, your friends, everything just gets like, you're like a sponge soaking it up or like a computer downloading all these software programs. And after age seven, the only way to rewire those thoughts is through repetition. So, you know, you hear people talking about affirmations, but it's like, how many times can you repeat an affirmation in a day or write it down? You know, but with a subliminal, you could take those affirmations and you can speed them up and you can loop them so that throughout the day, you're hearing them hundreds of times. And this is really effective in reprogramming the subconscious. So it's like taking something that was used in a very negative, manipulative way and figuring out, okay, how can we use this now to gain control of our life and empower ourselves? And that's really what I've been passionate about over like the last year or so to help flip that belief around. So we know that we absolutely are enough. Yeah. It's rewriting the script. Mm -hmm. Um, That's amazing. How, what does that look like? Is that through your app, can you tell us exactly how how the now more positive subliminal messaging is 
how you get that out to people? Yeah, I have it in my app. It's called Manifest It Now, and I have a subliminal affirmations library on everything. And every month I add a new uh, subliminal in there, but there's, you know, on confidence, on manifesting money, on manifesting good health. I mean, you name it, um, it's in there. And the, the good thing about that is we don't have to consciously like do all this work. Like it really is easy. You can listen to the subliminals while you're doing your day job, while you're typing on the computer, while you're doing chores around the house, whatever, you can just have it playing around in the background of your life. And I like to compare it to a dog whistle. It's like, we can't consciously hear it, but that doesn't mean it's not consciously, like it doesn't mean it's not there. Our subconscious is definitely getting every single one of those affirmations. So it's something that you really don't have to overthink. In fact, I feel like with manifestation, the more you overthink it, the harder it is. And so subliminals are great because you really don't have to think about it. Just have them playing in the background and they are doing a lot of internal work on reprogramming those beliefs. Really, really really cool. Yeah. Because there's so many women that again, like don't even know that those beliefs are there until you have almost the opposite in your ear and you're like, oh, okay. I mean, that's, I guess, bringing the the subliminal into the more conscious at that point, but it's reprogramming. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's a really hard thing to do. I think at the conscious level, because we're again, so busy and pulled in a thousand directions that are, it's hard to focus our attention on something like that for an extended right. period of time. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're very limited in what we're consciously able to do. And a little, little fact that I like to throw out just because I think it really puts things in a perspective is around us, there's, you know, there's a ton of, of stimuli that our human senses cannot physically process. Okay. So your conscious mind out of everything that's around you at any given moment, your conscious mind processes 2000 bits per second. Your subconscious processes 200 billion bits per second. So 2000 versus 200 billion. So this is why it's really important to to know, to understand how the subconscious works, because this can really change everything for you. Because what happens when you start getting really clear on what you want to manifest and you start, you know, doing the positive things to rewire your thoughts, what that's doing is it's kind of like tagging these things in your mind is really important. So when your subconscious sees this 200 billion bits per second, it's going to start pulling the things that align with the goal that you want to manifest. And that is what it will start presenting to the conscious mind. So it really does start at the subconscious level. And the more that we can try to shift our beliefs and get really clear on what we want, the more that's going to start showing up in our reality. How is that different from hypnosis? Like I've done some, I know that's kind of, I guess, subconscious so also some subconscious rewiring work. And I've actually worked with a hypnotherapist in the mm-hmm. past before, just on a you know, couple of occasions, cause I was very curious with it, but I also went into it with an extremely skeptical mindset. And yeah. so I, I don't think I got a whole lot out of it. So I'm curious what the difference between that is. And then the subconscious um, kind of reframing that you were just talking about. Yeah. So I was very skeptical too about hypnosis. Cause when we hear hypnosis, we think about like 
those like stage hypnotists that do like just silly things. And I actually ended up taking a certification course on it just out of curiosity. Cause it's, I just, I don't know. I wanted to learn more about what it's all about. And, um, basically hypnosis, all it really is, is meditation with a very clear intention. So when you're hypnotizing someone, you're putting them in that trance like state that's similar to a meditation state, right? And um, it's kind of where you're slowing down that conscious thinking, you're turning off that conscious part of, of the overthinking part of your brain, and you're activating more of the subconscious. And um, so anyhow, with hypnosis, you have a very clear intention that you're kind of planting that seed in the subconscious mind. So it works very similar to um, subliminals. It's just like the subliminals are more passive where you can just listen to them in the background of your life where hypnosis, you're actually relaxing your body, getting into that trance-like state, and then you're taking the suggestions and you have to be open to suggestibility. So if you're not, if you go in it with this very skeptical mindset, you're probably not going to get as much of a benefit out of it as um, you would if you had more of an open mind. And it's really just telling your subconscious, I'm willing to take this information in or I'm not. And that's what's really big with me and doing the subliminals is I believe in complete transparency because they've been used in such a kind of like sneaky, bad way. I make sure in the app that everyone knows, okay, this is a subliminal. These are the exact messages that are going through to your subconscious. And if you're willing to accept them, then you can listen to subliminal. So there's nothing like you're fully open and willing to have this, you know, penetrate your subconscious mind. Yeah. So there's a full awareness of what you're going to be hearing first and what that shift is ideally going to be in your right subconscious. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And with hypnosis, like you're not a lot of a misconception is that someone can hypnotize you to do like something bad that you don't want to do or believe something bad you don't want to believe. And that's not true at all. It has to be within your scope of believability and align with like your deep seated thoughts and and values, um, or it won't work. So someone can't like force you to do something outside of your free will. So I just want to clear up that misconception too, because I know a lot of people that can turn them off thinking that like, there's something that's out of their control happening. Right. Like again, the stage hypnotist where it's like, right. Like, (laughs) you know, it has to be authentic, something that you, you want to happen in order to have it actually work. Yep. I would love to learn a little bit more about the practical aspects of manifesting in the law of attraction. Like maybe as you like, could you give an example, maybe something that you've worked with your clients on? So, you know, say um, you have a client that's looking to manifest their dream job. I know you mentioned, you know, start with kind of being specific around exactly what that is, but what are the steps? What do they Mm -hmm. specifically do? I guess manifesting is very much a a buzzword these days. And I think a lot of people just don't really know how it actually works. So I'd love to hear how you interpret it and how you work with your clients on helping them move towards what they want in life. 
Yeah. Yeah. So manifestation, I, I have like a little formula for it. That's super simple. And if you can just remember this, like you'll, you'll be fine. Manifestation is your thoughts combined with your feelings. So your thoughts plus your feelings over time. Okay. That is going to create your energetic vibration. Okay. So you want to hold the thought of what you want along with the feeling of already having it. So like I said earlier, get clear on what you want. I really suggest, um, creating, I love doing like vision boards on Pinterest, but if you're having trouble pinpointing exactly what you want, create a vision board. If you if you have trouble visualizing, create a vision board. If you're more, um, you like to write, write it out. I think there's so much power in putting pen to paper. And remember repetition is key with the subconscious. So if every single morning you write your goal on a piece of paper, that's priming your subconscious. Hey, this is something that's really important to her because she writes it down every single day. So I better look for opportunities in my environment that align with that. So, you know, get clear on your goal, write it down every single day. And then the, the really big key is to add feeling to that. Think of feeling like the volume button and the more feeling you add to it, the, the more it's going to, you're going to hear it, the more it's going to come into your reality. Right. So, um, a really good way to do this is visualizing as though like you've already had it. So like, let's say you want to manifest your dream job. Like you had mentioned, visualize, all right, I got the job. They gave me an offer and I accepted it. How do you feel? Like what is going through your mind? How are you feeling? Um, you can literally like act it out, like pretend you're telling your best friend about it. Like, oh my gosh, I got my dream job and I start on Monday and blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm going to wear. Uh, all of that. Um, another thing that is a really good tip that I do all the time, since visualizing can be a little difficult to do, put yourself in the scenario. So this is something my husband and I do all the time. When we want to manifest something, we try to figure out a way to get ourselves in front of it because there's no better way to visualize something than to actually be right there. You know, like, so if you want to manifest your dream job, like literally go and like, you could drive there and like park your car in the parking lot, walk into the lobby. Um, if you want to manifest your dream car, go test drive it. If you want to manifest a home, go get a realtor, go in some open houses, go, um, through, uh, model homes, you know, put yourself in the situation because there's, you're going to be able to see it, smell it, feel it. Like it's going to bring that much more, um, feelings to what you're wanting. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's going to help you visualize it when you're not, no longer in that scenario too. Like if you've actually been there, you're going to be able to visualize it a lot better. Um, and then finally take inspired action because once your subconscious is primed for this, you will see opportunities come up. And the biggest thing that happens is people have fear. They have doubt. I don't know if I can do this, you know, like we were talking about earlier and what I found from researching so many highly successful people is that the people that are successful in manifesting their dreams, they do it anyways. 
it doesn't mean they're not afraid. It doesn't mean they don't have doubt. They have massive doubt and and fear, but they take the action anyways. And they know that they want it so bad that they're willing to be a little uncomfortable in getting there. So you have to act on those opportunities when they come along or they will pass you by and they'll go on to someone else. So that's a really big part of it where a lot of people um, get stuck because, you know, they're afraid it's, it's uncomfortable stepping out of your comfort zone and and doing something different. You just have to be willing to. Can I ask a question? So like, what if you don't know what the ultimate goal is, right? Like, what if you want, you know, what your kind of like, maybe like step is in the middle, but you don't know what else is out there. Is that okay? Absolutely. Are you you limiting yourself? If you're saying I just this, even though I don't know that there could be way more other possibilities out there. I'm so glad you brought this up because I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves to figure out exactly the perfect thing, but you're going to be manifesting your whole entire life. Right. So it's like, even if you start with just a little baby step, um, it, it really doesn't matter. Cause then you can just manifest the, the next level and then manifest the next level. So for example, when I decided I wanted to leave the corporate world, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Like literally no idea. All I knew was I didn't want to do that anymore. And I would love to be my own boss and make my own schedule. And I, that was my goal. That was what I wrote on my journal every morning. I am my own boss and I make my own schedule. And I had no idea how that would play out. I didn't have an Instagram account at the time. I didn't even know what a podcast was at the time. Um, Creating an app. Like if you would have told me that, I would have been like, no way. I'm not tech savvy enough. It won't happen. Um, But I just got these little opportunities, these little, you know, it's like um, that gut feeling or your intuition that tells you like, hey, maybe I should do this. And I had the feeling that I should start an Instagram page where I start sharing my knowledge of the law of attraction. And it took me about two weeks to get going with it because I was so fearful that the internet trolls were going to like come at me and, you know, I'm going to deal with all this negativity. And finally, I just said, you know what? I'm so unhappy in this corporate job that I'm willing to go through that to make it make something happen, something else, anything else. And at the time I couldn't see where this was headed. I just had that feeling that I should do an Instagram page. So I did. And then the next feeling after that was I should make an online course explaining manifestation and how it works. That was really uncomfortable. I hate doing video or at the time I hated doing video. I was very self-conscious, but I did it anyways, because I, I know enough that if I get that inspired action, I have to act on it, even if I don't fully see where it's going. So you will get these little inspired bits and pieces that come through and they may seem like not a big deal. And you may not understand how it's going to get you to where you want to go. But if you're getting that feeling that you should do it, act on it, take the action and just trust. You have to have a lot of faith and trust that, you know, the universe can see the big picture us as human beings cannot, we have our blinders on. So you have to take a leap of faith and try some of these things that are out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And what's hard is getting out of our own way to get to the point where we can Mm -hmm. do act on those, on that intuition and take that leap of faith because so many of us are terrified. So we 
get in our own way because of the stories, the, the mindset stuff that we tell ourselves, right. That just hold us back. So it's kind of, you know, finding a way to move through that fear. And, um, I guess, I think that's where the, also the subliminal messages probably help to kind of get you into a place of feeling more comfortable, uh, taking messy action. Right. Well, yeah, the subliminal messages and having a supportive community, like that's something that I think is really, really important because a lot of times, like, let's say you want to quit your, your job or, and go somewhere else. Well, the people that you're surrounded every day by our people in your job, your other coworkers, right? Um, so if you're not connecting with people that are at that level that you want to be, it's going to be harder. If you can start mm-hmm. connecting with people that have already achieved it or are trying to achieve it as well, they have similar goals as you, it is going to make things so much easier because when you start having that fear and doubt, they could be like, wait a minute, I'm having that too. We can do this. They can cheer you on. They can support you. And that is really beneficial. I mean, that can make all the difference in the world. Even if it's just one other person, um, having someone that you trust that's goal-oriented, that has kind of the same vision can be incredibly helpful in, in taking that first leap because then you don't feel like you're on an island by yourself. Like you feel like you have someone that's like holding your hand along the way. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. I'm just so fascinated by this. I could talk about this stuff forever. But before we wrap up, one of the things I want to make sure that we do talk about for just a couple of minutes is money mindset. And I know that you do a lot of this work with your clients as well. I'm just curious the approach that you take and how that is all related to the law of attraction and um, generating abundance and and receiving and all of that. I'm curious um, where you start. Yeah. So subliminals are a big part of it. I have a massive um, money subliminal in the app that just has about every money affirmation you could possibly think of, because I do think that limited beliefs around money are, are something that everyone has. Like even people that are wealthy still have that ceiling of where they can go next. So it's just the way our society is set up that even if you don't consciously realize it, there's a lot of programming that you need to, to rewire. So that's definitely helpful. Um, the other thing is getting really clear on what you want financially. So for me, my big goal, and and I talk about this all the time. It's like, I wanted to manifest a life. I don't need a vacation from, I didn't want to wake up feeling dread every day. I wanted to wake up knowing that I could do whatever I want with whoever I want and feel happy and fulfilled every day. And so then I started thinking, okay, realistically, what does that look like? And, you know, your mind makes things out to be bigger than they really are. So my mind initially is like, well, you're not a millionaire. You can't do that. But when I broke it down and looked at my bills and how much I would actually need every month, like the bare minimum of what I would need to make that a reality, it was only like $4,000. And so I went from thinking I have to be a multimillionaire to make this dream a reality to thinking realistically, if I had $4,000 a month in my business, I could quit my job and stay home. And so I started there. And then from there I scaled up. And then from there I scaled up and I took those baby steps because to take your subconscious from nothing to like millions, it's not impossible. There's people that do it, Mm -hmm. but for most people, I suggest just taking these little baby steps and having that number 
writing it down every day so that your subconscious starts to become very comfortable with that number and then take the inspired little actions that come with that. Yeah. Very cool. And have you seen, I guess I'm curious, like the, the wins, like the success stories, have you seen the, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Oh my gosh. I, so something I tell everyone is to uh, send me their like little manifesting stories on Instagram. And I like to share them because I just, I get so motivated by them uh, even to this day. But one fun example was I do this. Um, it's, I call it like a manifestation game where at the beginning of every week, I do a post where it's like this week, I'm going to manifest an additional a thousand dollars and then like type, you know, you type a comment to affirm it. And so it's something I do every week. And like, so many people participate and really get into it and the stories all come in. So I had a girl the other day I did like today, I'm going to earn an extra $500. So she did it. And then she messaged me and she's like, no kidding. Like I put that comment. I like kept visualizing an extra $500. And she said, I went home and my mom had a check for $500 from the insurance company. And she's like, this is so crazy. And then there was another girl who her bunny got really sick and their bunny is like another child, you know, it's like part of the family Mm -hmm. and they go to the vet and they're like, just do whatever you can. And they end up getting a bill for $900. And she, her and I had just talked the day before and she's like, we're going to manifest it. We're going to manifest this $900. So she tells her husband and he listens to the podcast too. So he was very open to it. And he ends up going online. He remembered this bank account that they had started when they first got married. It was supposed to be like a savings account that they never really ended up adding a whole lot to. And he found it and there was $902 in it. Oh my goodness. So yeah. And it's like, you know, by being open to this, his subconscious remembered that that bank account was there, you know? Um, So those are like some little stories. And then I've seen people, a lot of people leave their day jobs and manifest a lot of money. One of the girls in my mastermind started out wanting to manifest $6,000 a month. And by the second month, she had upped it to 10,000. Now she's hitting 20,000. So it's like, you really can make big leaps when you surround yourself with people that are going to help get you there. Mm, that is so cool. This is so fun. <laughs> yeah. I am like loving this conversation. I don't want it to end, but I don't want to go on forever. Um, so I'm curious, and this is just something that I ask a lot of my guests is if you can leave the audience um, with one piece of advice, what would it be? Start listening to subliminals. It's, yeah. it's a game changer. Um, it really is. I, I started doing them about a year ago and it's changed just about every area of my life in a very, um, very fast manner. So if you want to really dive into manifesting full force and speed up the process, start listening to those as much as you possibly can. Awesome. Well, tell us about it. So tell everyone in general, how they can find you, follow you up the podcast, the app, everything. Yeah. So the podcast is law of attraction tribe. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Um, the app is called manifest it now. And, um, in the the app is where you'll find the subliminal affirmations category. And that's just basically a library of them. Uh, my website is the law of attraction tribe.com. And then on all the socials, I'm, uh, at law of attraction tribe. Awesome. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm going to go download the app and start listening to the subliminals. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me.